Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In this episode, we go over the topic of diseases of myelination from the neurology section on MedBullets.com. Let's start this episode with a clinical snapshot. A 32-year-old man presents to the emergency department with worsening lower extremity weakness. The patient was in his usual state of health until approximately one week prior to presentation, where he developed increased difficulty climbing the stairs. Now he is unable to stand. A few weeks ago, he developed bloody diarrhea, which he attributes to drinking unpasteurized milk. On physical examination, he has bilateral lower extremity 1 over 5 strength with absent patellar reflexes. This is a case of Guillain-Barre syndrome. Let's now get into the topic. Let's talk about the various types of demyelinating diseases. The first type is Guillain-Barre syndrome. There are several types of this syndrome. The first is acute inflammatory demyelinating polyradiculopathy, or AIDP, which is the most common presentation and involves a decreased axonal conduction speed. The second type is inflammatory demyelination of peripheral nerves, and the third type is autoimmune attack of peripheral Schwann cells due to molecular mimicry. This involves an infection with Campylobacter jejuni and mycoplasma pneumonia. Note that it may have an association with Zika virus infection. In terms of the clinical presentation and symptoms, Guillain-Barre syndrome presents with symmetric weakness that usually begins in the distal limbs and moves proximally. It can also begin proximally or a combination of proximally and distally. In terms of physical exam findings, you would notice decreased or absent deep tendon reflexes, cranial nerve involvement is common resulting in facial paralysis, and autonomic dysfunction resulting in cardiac irregularities and fluctuations in blood pressure. In terms of diagnostic evaluation, you would do an LP, which would show an albuminocytologic dissociation marked by an increased CSF protein with a normal cell count. In terms of treatment of Guillain-Barre syndrome, almost all patients survive and achieve complete recovery in several weeks. Respiratory support is critical until recovery, and pulmonary function testing is used to assess if any respiratory support is needed. Plasmapheresis or IV immunoglobulin have equal efficacy and no additive benefit. In terms of prognosis prevention and complications, there is low mortality associated with Guillain-Barre syndrome, and the main complication feared is respiratory failure. Let's now talk about progressive multifocal leukoencephalopathy, or PML. This is a widespread CNS demyelination due to destruction of oligodendrocytes. It is associated with latent JC virus reactivation. There is also increased risk of this disease with natalizumab and with rituximab. This disease is seen in the immunosuppressed, such as HIV-infected patients, who have a CD4 cell count of less than 200 per millimeters cubed, or organ transplant patients. In terms of clinical presentation, this disease presents with subacute neurological deficits, for example hemiparesis, monoparesis, ataxia, and altered mental status. In terms of diagnostic evaluation, clinical diagnosis with MRI imaging is the main modality, you would see symmetric or asymmetric lesions in multifocal areas on MRI. PCR of CSF for JC virus can also be done, and a brain biopsy can also yield an accurate diagnosis. In terms of treatment, patients with HIV are treated with antiretroviral therapy. Natalizumab-associated PML would involve stopping the agent and initiating plasma exchange. In terms of prognosis, prevention, and complications, 
prognosis is that heart therapy improves survival in patients with HIV. In terms of prevention, improving the CD4 count in patients with HIV is the main preventative measure. And in terms of complications, death is the most feared complication. Moving on to the next type of demyelinating disease, acute disseminated or post-infectious encephalomyelitis. This is an autoimmune inflammatory demyelination of the CNS secondary to infection or vaccination. Infection-related causes include chickenpox and measles. Vaccination-related causes include rabies vaccine and smallpox vaccine. The clinical presentation and symptoms involve acute and rapidly progressive development of multifocal neurological deficits, including altered mental status, motor deficits, cranial nerve neuropathy, ataxia, and sensory deficit. In terms of diagnostic evaluation, this is a clinical diagnosis. In terms of treatment, you would use high-dose corticosteroids or IVIG or plasma exchange if there is a poor response to corticosteroids. You would also use acyclovir. In terms of prognosis, prevention, and complications, in terms of prevention, there is no smallpox vaccine before 12 months of age. And in terms of complications, the main complication feared is neurologic impairment. Now let's move on and talk about metachromic leukodystrophy. Metachromic leukodystrophy is an autosomal recessive lysosomal storage disease due to deficient sulfatase A. It causes the inability to degrade sulfatides, which causes sulfatide buildup and myelin breakdown. In terms of clinical presentation, symptoms involve diverse neurological impairment depending on subtype. For example, motor skill regression in late infantile subtype. In terms of diagnostic evaluation, you would see decreased sulfatase enzyme activity in leukocytes. Biopsy would show metachromatic lipid deposits in neural tissue. In terms of treatment, there is no curative treatment. Moving on to the penultimate disease on today's list of demyelinating diseases, Charcot-Marie-Tooth disease. This is also known as hereditary motor and sensory neuropathy, or HMSN. This is a group of disorders negatively affecting peripheral nerves and or myelin. They are genetically distinct disorders. In terms of clinical presentation and symptoms, it presents with peroneal nerve neuropathy. This would cause lower leg atrophy and an inverted bottle appearance. It also causes diminished or absent reflexes, decreased vibration and proprioception sense, and pes cavus. In terms of treatment, treatment is supportive. And the last disease that we'll discuss today is central pontine myelinosis, or CPM. CPM is a pontine demyelination disorder that causes loss of corticospinal and corticobulbar tracts. This is due to rapid correction of hyponatremia and can result in, quote, locked-in syndrome. In terms of clinical presentation and symptoms, it causes pseudobulbar palsy with spastic quadriparesis. It creates a locked-in-like presentation but patients can move their eyes and blink. It may also include cognitive function changes. In terms of prognosis, this disease is often fatal. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. First question. A 14-year-old girl is brought to the clinic by her mom for an annual well exam. The patient is concerned about her repeated ankle sprains and reports that it has been harder to keep up in gym class. Her mom reports that she has sprained her right ankle four times over the past year. The patient has otherwise been healthy with a normal birth history. Her father suffers from a nerve disorder where his muscles shrink. 
the patient denies any other concerns, pain, weight changes, fever, palpitations, or shortness of breath. Her menses are regular and without pain. The physical examination is unremarkable, except for a high instep or high arch with her foot. What is the most likely explanation for this patient's symptoms? 1. Defective protein products at the myelin sheath. 2. Deficiency of aerosulfatase A. 3. Deficiency of galactocerebrosidase. 4. Destruction of oligodendrocytes. Or 5. Excessive buildup of very long-chain fatty acids. And the correct answer choice is answer choice 1. Defective protein products at the myelin sheath. This patient has Charcot-Marie-Tooth disease, or CMT, marked by the frequent ankle sprains, difficulty in gym class, and pes cavus, which is due to inherited mutations that lead to defective protein products at the myelin sheath. Remember, CMT describes a spectrum of disorders that are caused by mutations in genes that encode for protein products expressed in myelin and or axonal structures of the peripheral nerves. There are a variety of mutation types that are associated with the disease with the majority being autosomal dominant in nature. Patients initially present with distal weakness and atrophy of the foot that manifests as foot drop and pes cavus due to distal muscle weakness, a characteristic finding of CMT. The disease is progressive and later in the course, symptoms such as foot deformities such as hammer toes and hand weakness or atrophy may ensue. Diagnosis centers on electromyography and is confirmed by genetic testing. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 2, deficiency of aerosulfatase A, describes metachromatic leukodystrophy, an autosomal recessive lysosomal storage disease. The buildup of sulfatides leads to central and peripheral demyelination with ataxia and dementia. Answer choice 3. Deficiency of galactocerebrosidase describes crab disease, an autosomal recessive lysosomal storage disease. The buildup of galactocerebrosidase and psychosine destroys the myelin sheath and ultimately leads to peripheral neuropathy, developmental delay, and optic atrophy. Answer choice 4. Destruction of oligodendrocytes is seen in progressive multifocal leukoencephalopathy. It is seen in a small percentage of AIDS patients due to reactivation of JC virus and presents as rapidly progressive dementia. And finally, answer choice 5, excessive buildup of very long-chain fatty acids is seen in adrenal leukodystrophy, an X-linked genetic disorder that usually affects males. The disease usually affects the nervous system, adrenal glands, and testes. In summary, Charcot-Marie-Tooth disease is a result of inherited defects of protein products of the myelin and or axonal structures of the peripheral nerves. Next question. An 18-month-old boy is brought to his pediatrician because his mother is concerned about his walking. The boy was born at 37 weeks gestation and spent one night in the neonatal intensive care unit for respiratory distress. He otherwise has been healthy and started walking independently at 12 months. However, his mother reports that he has stopped walking and appears weaker than he was a few months ago. He also has started having brief convulsive episodes over the past week. His parents are both healthy with no medical conditions. On exam, the child demonstrates muscle rigidity and diffuse muscle wasting. He is unable to stand or sit up straight. His patellar, Achilles, and brachioradialis reflexes are absent. Fundoscopic examination is unremarkable. A urine sample demonstrates metachromic granules. 
This patient's condition is caused by a defect in which of the following enzymes? 1. Alpha-galactosidase A 2. Aryl-sulfatase A 3. Beta-galactocerebrosidase 4. Beta-glucocerebrosidase or 5. Hexosaminidase A And the correct answer choice is answer choice 2. Aryl sulfatase A. The patient in this vignette presents with gait disturbances, diffuse weakness, areflexia, and urinary metachromic granules suggestive of metachromic leukodystrophy. This condition is caused by a defect in the aryl sulfatase enzyme. Remember, metachromic leukodystrophy is an autosomal recessive lysosomal storage disorder involving progressive neurocognitive and motor deterioration. It can be differentiated from other lysosomal storage disorders by a tissue biopsy demonstrating metachromic lipid deposits in neural tissue or by a urine sample demonstrating metachromic granules. It is caused by a deficiency in the aryl sulfatase enzyme leading to an inability to degrade sulfatides. Sulfatides subsequently build up in tissues leading to myelin breakdown. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1 Alpha-galactosidase A is deficient in Fabry disease. This condition is characterized by peripheral neuropathy, angiokeratomas, and cardiovascular and or renal disease. Answer choice 3, beta-galactocerebrosidase is deficient in Crab disease. This condition is characterized by hyperreflexia, optic atrophy, and developmental delay. Answer choice 4, beta-glucocerebrosidase is deficient in Gaucher disease. This condition is characterized by hepatosplenomegaly and bony disorders, for example, avascular necrosis and fractures. And finally, answer choice 5, hexosaminidase A is deficient in Tay-Sachs disease. This condition is characterized by blindness, a cherry red spot on the macula, CNS degeneration, and the absence of hepatosplenomegaly. In summary, Metachromic leukodystrophy is a progressive demyelinating lysosomal storage disorder caused by a deficiency in aryl sulfatase A. And that's all for this review about diseases of myelination. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Please keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from these MedBullets Step 1 podcasts so far, please consider leaving us a 5-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you are not already, be sure to follow MedBullets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for daily high-yield content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullet Step 1 podcast.